In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. because I'm unopposed, so I don't have a primary. <laughs> Obviously, I did have one four years ago. We knew we were in very good shape four years ago. I remember Fox did a debate, and, uh, you know, so we had worked very hard. Uh, the general election four years ago was a, a blue wave year. I was an unknown candidate, and it was, and it was a tough race. Um, I think this time, I think we have the wind at our back, and I have, I'm running on a record of accomplishment. I mean, if you think about what we've been able to do over the last four years in the state of Florida, uh, we have been the focal point of freedom in this country. We have people that want to visit here, people that have moved here. We have a lower unemployment rate now than we did prior to COVID, which no one thought would have been possible. Uh, you continue to see us adding jobs in spite of all the headwinds from the Biden economy. And we ended the fiscal year with a $22 billion surplus, by far a record. And that none of that would have happened uh, if I had done what the people on the Democrat side wanted to do. Uh, they attacked me for every decision I made keeping the state open, keeping businesses afloat, protecting people's rights, making sure kids could be in school in person, making sure people didn't lose their jobs based on a shot mandate. And so had they had their way, Florida would not be flying high. Florida would be in the doldrums. And so this is, these are important races, important election, uh, and we're going to really, really work hard over the next 80 days. Okay, so you are running unopposed. On the Democrat side, uh, you've got, they've got uh, four contenders. 
Charlie Crist, who you've got something in common with, uh, you're a Republican governor. He was a Republican governor <laughs> once upon a time in Florida. You've got uh, Candace uh, Daniel, you've got Robert Willis, and you've got Nikki Freed, who, listen to this, Governor, in this soundbite, I don't think she likes you. We're going to talk about democracy and freedom. Because as our governor continues to talk about freedom, he's taking away a woman's right to choose. He's taking away freedom of speech. He's talking, taking away our opportunities to teach in our classrooms. That is not freedom. That's oppression. And I know that we are going to see in November, we're going to see the tyranny and the tyrant of Ron DeSantis. Well, you say it's freedom, but she's... We're going to see the tyranny and the tyrant of Ron DeSantis. <laughs> Every Democrat running against Governor Ron DeSantis this November will lose by a bigger margin than Liz Cheney just lost by in Wyoming. Who in their right mind would even try? Who in their right mind would even try? And Chris, what a loser. What a loser. Might as well be named Christie. Once a Republican, now a Democrat. Who would want to go to a losing side? Who would want to leave winners and go and hang out with losers? Well, somebody who's very greedy and loves the money. We're going to get rid of this, this tyrant. And the, well, that's not what the people of Florida think. And that is clearly not what the people of California and New York think because they are migrating to Florida faster than birds in the winter. <laughs> he has got it made in the shade in the sunshine state. How do you like that one? Made in the shade in the sh sunshine state. And that is why I believe 1000% that Ron DeSantis has no rhyme or reason or intent to run for president in 2024. He would not do his people that way. Born and raised in the great sunshine state of Florida a man of his word, and I have a hard time believing that he's running for governor again just to leave the people a couple years early high and dry in Florida so he can run for president. Doesn't make sense. It's just people trying to create a rift between the two most popular uh, Republicans out there, President Trump and Governor Ron DeSantis. It won't work. It'll backfire, and they will lose as always. Remember, Oh, Trump's not going to win, and you can take that to the bank, said the vodka-soaked teeth of Nancy Stretchface Armstrong. Or remember, whoa, 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 is he going to do it? Has he got some kind of magic wand? Is this gonna, is that got some kind of magic wand that he's just going to come in and wave around and jobs are going to come back? Yep. Remember the walls are closing in, and this is the beginning of the end? Yep. They're going to lose, and they're going to lose in epic fashion. Ladies and gentlemen, you are locked and loaded right here on Live from America. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you to everybody watching out there on every platform, including the people that primarily watch on Real America's Voice News. We got a lot of those people watch coming now and, uh, and watching the program prior to when it airs on Real America's Voice News. So we'd like to thank them. All the people out there that normally would be called trolls, welcome to you too because you're just lost souls. No, you're not trolls. You're lost souls, and you are in the right place because you're seeking God, you're seeking the truth, and you're seeking to be on a winning side. Amen? God bless you guys. Thank you very much. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting, as always, from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. Blessing, blessing, blessings upon blessings. 
that I feel every single day when I can do this show for you guys. Uh, so thank you very much. I'd also like to give some special thanks right now before we go to some shout outs uh, who are watching live. To those who have been donating on JeremyHarrell.com, Cheryl Wiles, a one-time donation of $35. She says, God bless your hard work. God bless you, girl. Beverly uh, Rolfus, Rolfs, $40, monthly donation. Mary Vermote, thank you very much for your monthly donation. Suzanne Lozzi, L-O-Z-Z-I, thank you very much. Angela Grootsmaker, God bless you. And thank you, she said, transferring from my monthly PayPal. John and Sandy Moore, God bless you. Deanne Kitchen, I like that last name. I like to spend a lot of time in the kitchen. Uh, Jacqueline, as you can tell. Jacqueline uh, Graves, God bless you. Thank you very much. Liz Bowman, thank you very much for the $50 monthly donation. Stacy Cassidy, thank you. Kathleen Germunson, Jean uh, Bagnell Thomas, Connie Cochran, Michelle Mackey, Jennifer Welch, Karen DeBello, and Chris Uselton. Thank you so very much for your kindness, your love, and your financial support. Now, to say some big shout-outs to those watching on our home, which is Rumble. Uh, and yes, I have heard about all of the bugs replacing meat. <laughs> not in my house. Rumble not working, watching on Roku. Well, it's working for so many. Here's what I will have to tell you guys, by the way. If Rumble, for some reason, hasn't been working for you for the last couple weeks, what happened was when they did their last update, your browser is continuing to pull from old data. So either use a different browser or clear your cache and your cookies. There's, if you don't know how to do that, there's YouTube tutorials on how to do that. Um, make sure you clear your cache and your cookies, and then you'll be able to come in and pull new data. It's not a Rumble thing. It's not a, a Live from America thing. It is a your personal browser thing it happens a lot so just make sure that you guys check that out no bugs for bad moon amen no bugs for bad moon uh, casey stamp says hello from alberta canada how you doing up there in the communist state of canada i um, feel so very sorry for the people in canada right now but i have a feeling they're strong and they will overcome this loser that is uh destroying their nation right now uh tim how you doing good to see you jim and barbara peters laura cole god bless you Terry Sue in the building. Thank you. Majogo is watching. God bless you very much. Amanda Collins, thank you very much for your email. We got that this morning. I'd like to say hello to Nolan Wallace, refreshed and is working now. Well, thank you very much. And I'd like to say thank you to Alex, or excuse me, Alexa56 and TJ Evans, West Virginia. West Virginia, almost heaven, West Virginia. I love, love, love West Virginia, except for trying to drive through there with cell phones. It does not work. <laughs> it does not work in my experience. All right, let's jump over real quick. Oh, by the way, on Rumble, please, 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 if you're watching on the Rumble app, hit the little boxing glove up at the top and share out to every one of your platforms. If you're watching online, then click the little plus sign right under the video where it says plus and minus. Click the little plus sign and grab that link and share that link out as well. I want to get to some emails because we've had some family members die, uh, some life from family members, uh, life from America, excuse me, family members pass away, and we've got some other emails as well. Robin Shapinsky says, Jeremy, thank you so much for the Bible and the Mike Lindell's book and the copy of the Constitution and the Cross. I would like to thank you and your family for all you do. I watch all of your shows and say the Lord's Prayer with you. I really love how you conduct your interviews with guests and think you are one of the best at doing them. Wow, thank you very much. 
Thank you again for all you do, and may God bless your family. Sincerely, Robin Shapinsky. Well, God bless you for the wonderful email, and thank you for the compliment on, on interviewing. That's one area that I would always like to get better. Um, all right, here's another one here um, from Carl. says, good morning, Jeremy. Great newsletter again. Thank you. And all of the family for what you do. I understand that your birthday was on the 16th. My wife's birthday was on. Her name is Karen. And her birthday was on the 14th, which is a Sunday. Maybe you could do a shout out. Well, I'm sorry that I'm a little late. I'm sorry that I'm late, Karen. But I will sing it now to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Karen. Happy birthday to you. Excuse my singing voice. Um voice is a little hoarse but god bless karen thank you very much from the florida keys ladies and gentlemen shout out to the keys um from adam mcphee or god's wolf uh jeremy i'd like to thank you for all you do for us your fellow american brothers and sisters in 2017 my life went down a downward spiral i lost my two best friends three weeks apart my mom and my dad i started drinking very heavily after that I, offer, I already suffered from depression prior to the death of my parents. And now with our country going to hell, I feel so lost in despair. But I just want to know, you to know that through your show, it has brought me closer to God. And it is all that has kept me from giving up. Wow. Power of the Lord, folks. Thank you, my friend. I just want to pay homage to you and our Lord for keeping my boat from sinking. By the way. Thanks for the Bible. I was the second one to get one when you first started giving them away. God bless you, brother, and all of your work. Well, thank you, sir, and God bless you. And you just keep looking towards God, whether it's through this show or through church or wherever. And I'm sure you'll be just fine. Kathy Duffin, last Friday morning in the middle of your show, you paused to take a moment of prayer for my dear friend, Terry Sepul. I sent the video to her family with them all around her, they played the video, Jeremy. She heard your prayer. Sadly, Terry has lost her battle with cancer last Saturday and will be laid to rest today. This was on the 12th, folks. Her husband, Bill, told me after she heard your prayer that it's not easy for him to put into words or into prayer and that this really bailed him out. I just wanted to thank you, Jeremy, in advance. Happy birthday. I, too, am a Leo. And I will be the, du- the big double nickels next Friday. So Terry and her family, first of all, I'd like to say God bless you all. I know this is a rough, hard time. And I know you probably had a hard time leading up until uh, she went to be with the Lord. It's an honor for me to know that you got to play Uh, the video of us praying for her as an LFA family while she was still here with us on earth. Um, It bothers me a lot to talk about this kind of stuff uh, because I start to think about the problems that we have in our lives and my family and uh, none of them have to do with death right now. And uh, so... Thank you for the email, and uh, may God be with you during this hard time. 
Uh, also, prayers for Rob SLV1 on Rumble as his aunt passed away as well. And we missed that email, but we got the notification yesterday on Rumble. So we've got some, uh, we've got some praying to do, folks, and we're going to go to the Lord and we're going to do that right now. We're so sorry for your losses. We love you. It affects us more than most know. It affects me a lot. Uh, especially when I think about my own problems that are nothing compared to that. So um, thank you for the email of letting us know that she got to hear our prayer uh, before she uh, left this wretched earth and went home with her father in heaven. Let's get to the morning newsletter, folks. Untie the knots in your life is the title of this morning's newsletter. Untie the knots in your life. Good morning and happy Tuesday. Remember, at 1 o'clock p.m. today, we have Coffee Talk Tuesday, Episode 9, on Telegram. You can easily get to my Telegram page by quick-linking from my website. If you go to jeremyherald.com, scroll down on the first page, you'll see all of our social media sites. You can click the uh, Telegram logo. It'll bring you right to my Telegram page so you can join in. Uh, Yesterday, folks, we reached $37,000 in Slurp Fund giveaways, $37,000 thousand dollars in just eight months that means the lfa family members have been helped out of rough or bad situations by the full grace of god is there anything better than that ladies and gentlemen is there that is why this show is so important it's more than a podcast or a news program it's the word of christ manifested in a live streaming gospel spreading truth giving show i am grateful blessed and humbled to be the one hosting it God could have picked anyone, and he picked somebody like myself who did not deserve it in the least. There are so many other people that are far more better and qualified for this job, but he picked me. And I will continue to do my best with what he provides through all of you to continue to do this show. So thank you. Verse of the day today comes from 1 Corinthians 3.18. 1 Corinthians excuse me, 3.18. And we all with unveiled face, excuse me, and we all with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Ladies and gentlemen, life without God is a mess. Heck, life with God can get tangled up in a huge knot sometimes. Not only can, but will, and really it's just a question of when. We come to God just as we are with all the tangled knots and loose ends. Whether you're gay, straight, black, white, tall, short, fat, skinny, humbled or conceited, the fact of the matter is that none of us are perfect. None of us are without sin, and all of us have a knotted up past or loose ends that were never severed. We need to realize that Christian growth is all about transformation. It's a lifelong process that never ends. Some of the knots from your past are very hard to untie, especially if they involve people who constantly let you down or hurt you, or people that you have let down or hurt. Instead of focusing on the problems at hand and all of our messy knots, 
We need to focus on the solution. God. He is your solution. He is your salvation. And he is the answer for any and everything. The moment you stop trying to tackle all of these problems yourself, pray to to God to help you in any and all these situations and have patience and hope that he will guide you to the solution. That is the moment you realize that you cannot do this alone. You cannot fix your problems alone. You cannot untie the knots of your life, past or present alone. You need to set your foolish pride aside right now and ask God to forgive you and to guide you. And he will answer your prayers immediately. And we thank Jesus, which is the Holy Spirit inside of all of us, for this heavenly wisdom and this LFA family to lean on in times of distress. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Folks, please remove your hats. And let's go to the Lord in prayer as we get ready to start this live from America. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Folks, as hard as, as it is to do this show, like I said, it's always been a blessing, and I am so very honored to do it. When I'm in the right, when I'm in the wrong, when I need to apologize, whatever, it is, a, it is an honor to do this show. Folks, we're approaching 3,700 on Rumble, and we're approaching just 1,000 on Getter. I will ask you to do what you can to force multiply us right now. We've got an amazing guest coming on today. I've got an amazing show And I want you to all be engaged in this at the highest level. Are you ready? I'm ready. Please lift up your cups and let's have our first slurp of the day. Yesterday, as I was prepping and getting ready to do the 5 p.m. nighttime LFA, President Trump released a statement about going on the offense. Now, yesterday in the morning show, I told you President Trump had announced he was going on the offense. Yesterday evening, by the end of the day, he already had started his offensive uh, punching. I guess you could use to, we used to call it counterpunching, but now we're just straight on the offense, folks. So let me go to this statement released by President Trump, and then we'll get into the story. We've just filed a motion in the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of Florida strongly asserting my rights, including under the Fourth Amendment of our Constitution, regarding the unnecessary, unwarranted, and un-American break-in by dozens of FBI agents and others of my home at Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida. They demanded that the security cameras be turned off, a request we rightfully denied. They prevented my attorneys from observing what was being taken in the raid, saying, absolutely not. They took documents covered by attorney-client and executive privilege. We're going to get to executive privilege in a minute, which is basically the exact thing that the Biden administration took away in order to make that step possible for the DOJ to do what they did, but we'll get to that in a minute. Which is not allowed, he said. They took my passports. They even brought a safe cracker and successfully broke into my personal safe, which revealed dot, 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 nothing with an exclamation point. 
We are now demanding that the Department of Justice, and he put justice in quotes, by the way, be instructed to immediately stop, in capital letters, the review of documents illegally seized from my home. All, in capital letters, documents have been previously declassified. We are demanding the appointment of a special master to oversee the handling of the materials taken in the raid. We are further demanding that the DOJ be forced to turn over a real, without plants, inventory of my property that was taken and disclose where that property is located. We are demanding that all items wrongfully taken from my home be immediately in capital letters returned. The wrongful overboard warrant was signed by a magistrate judge who recused himself just two months ago from a major civil suit that I filed because of his bias and animus towards me. This Mar-a-Lago break-in search and seizure was illegal and unconstitutional, and we are taking all actions necessary to get the documents back, which we would have given to them without the necessity of the despicable raid of my home so that I can give them to the National Archives until they are required for the future Donald Trump presidential library and museum. He ends with saying, I will never stop fighting for the American people, our country, or the rule of law. Make America great again. This is President Trump telling them in a very stern way, you have this opportunity, do what I'm demanding or else. And the or else is every single one of you will rot in prison, which is going to happen anyway. They will be held accountable for this. Not in God's time, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, everything is in God's time. Don't get me wrong on saying that. What I mean by that is you will see it in your lifetime. You will not have to wait for the next lifetime. You will not wait for justice. Justice will be administered in your lifetimes, God willing. That means will happen within the next five years. In the next five years, every one of these deep state scumbags will see justice for what they did to Donald Trump and what they did to the American people. This is a government for, by, and of we the people. And we are rightfully standing right side Donald Trump, side by side, demanding the same thing. The Department of Justice, the the illegitimate Department of Justice, and the illegitimate and completely corrupt FBI, listen to what I say. Take notice. We demand everything from you right now or else and i am saying that or else very sternly very boldly and at the risk of a lot of things give us what is rightfully ours and what rightfully belongs to president donald j trump or else are you listening merrick garden gnome garland are you listening christopher ray Are you listening, Joseph Robinette, illegal, trashy applesauce Biden? Are you listening, Barack Hussein Obama, Michelle Obama? Are you listening, Peter Strzok, Andrew McCabe? Are you listening, James Comey, Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton? Are you listening, DNC? Are you listening, Podesta? Are you listening, Schumer? You're all going down, Nancy Pelosi. Your time and rule and in control of this country is over. And we have displayed the power of MAGA within the last 45 days like never before. How many of you are leaving? How many of you are quitting? How many of you are running? How many of you are cowards? How many of you are scared to death at what is coming down the pipeline? I can answer that for you every last damn one of you. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the first and foremost section of the day. Now, I want to get to John Solomon and just the news because they revealed yesterday at 8.30 p.m., memos that actually reveal that the Biden White House 
work directly with the illegitimate DOJ and the illegitimate National Archives to instigate a criminal investigation into Trump's handling of documents. Going back to the executive privilege thing, the way that was paved for the illegitimate Merrick Garden Gnome Garland to instruct the FBI to do this illegitimate and illegal raid was all given to them and handed to them when the Biden White House destroyed executive privilege. The Biden White House worked directly with the Justice Department and the National Archives to facilitate the investigation and the instigation into Trump's handling of documents, according to memos reviewed by investigative reporter and one of our own here at Real America's Voice News, John Solomon. Joe Biden's spokeswoman has repeatedly claimed over and over and over again, we're talking about Mean Jean Kareen, that Joe Biden had zero knowledge of the raid, even though she has zero knowledge of anything in life, and that he found out about it through the media like you and I did. BS. Everybody knows it. According to the memos, the Biden White House instigated the criminal investigation by eliminating Trump's claims to executive privilege, something that's never happened before. And by the way, Barack Hussein Obama, preserve your records and your, we- and your health. And same with you, George Bush, because we're coming after all of you now that executive privilege doesn't exist. The decision to waive Trump's executive privilege opened the door for the DOJ to issue Trump, a subpoena to turn over documents stored at Mar-a-Lago. The subpoena ultimately led to the raid on Trump's Florida residence in which the FBI retrieved 15 boxes of records. So, again, never done before. The Biden White House went above and beyond over the red line. And now, like I said, do what we're demanding or else. Biden, you're screwed. Obama, you're screwed. Bush, you're screwed. Clinton, you're screwed. And if George Bush Sr. was alive, he'd be screwed. Because we're coming after every single one of you for every executive privilege that you can no longer claim. And now in the midst of all of that, we've still got the fake news lying through their teeth. The New York Times just leaked, and I'll put that in quotes, leaked more information that says that there was more than 300 classified documents stored at Mar-a-Lago. But how they're misleading everybody and how they're lying to everybody is that these documents were not classified. They were once classified. And the New York Times knows that. But they don't want the sheep and the rejects and the Democrats and the Marxists and the communists and the BLMs and the Antifas and the LGBTQIA, Pedo Plus movement, all these morons, they don't want them to know that they were once classified and that the president of the United States has plenary power to to declassify anything he wants. They're too stupid their, their, uh, their readers to know that. So they're going to regurgitate this crap over and over again, and it's going to be incumbent upon you to let them know how incredibly stupid they really are. Because they have no idea, just like they had no idea about election law, just like they had no idea that the state legislature has the plenary and sole power to create and enforce election law, not state Supreme Courts, not governors, and not Secretary of State's. But they're too stupid to even realize that, which makes them believe that there was no theft of the election in 2020 because they don't even know the basic of things. They don't even know the basic of things. Now, before we bring on our guest, I wanna, there's one more story that I want to talk about related to this issue. And that is when we talked about this last week, we did. We talked about the precedent that was already been set. And who was that set by? A corrupt judge by the name of Amy Berman Jackson and her ruling. In a Bill Clinton case, FBI broke the law when it stole President Donald J. Trump's documents, period. And this is from a Trump hater, a corrupt judge by the name of Amy Berman Jackson, who harassed and tortured President Trump, 
connected Roger Stone and Paul Manafort and did the opposite with the Clintons. And now this is going to come back and bite and haunt uh, the, the Biden administration. The illegal and illegitimate, by the way, Biden administration. Okay, Amy Berman Jackson, during President Trump's administration, she literally tortured Paul Manafort, putting him in solitary confinement. She was the judge, if you remember who did this, for minor tax items and FARA abuse. Tax issues are normally dealt with by a fine or payment and FARA forms not being filled out have almost reached uh, have almost never reached a court. But Judge Jackson used this to literally torture Manafort in prison. And after Manafort, she went after Roger Stone, abused him as well in her kangaroo court. And then she continued to go after Trump many, many times with her stupid, ridiculous rhetoric about how he's, you know, this, this basically this crime syndicate boss. But it wasn't always like this because in a case that she overheard against the Clintons, Judge Jackson ruled very favorably for the Clintons. And this, however, is now the reason to classify the FBI's raid at Mar-a-Lago's home a crime. Clinton made the audio tapes. Remember, we talked about this last week. She was the judge who set the precedent in that. I didn't mention her by name last week. But now, folks, we're going to continue to go back to that because she set the precedent. She allowed all of that stuff that was not declassified because the president has power. And she set that precedent, and it's going to come back and bite her in the ask me more questions, tell me no more lies. Folks, we have a guest coming on today who knows very, very well about election fraud, who knows very, very, very well about the, uh, the dangers of the uniparty and what they can do when they work together to get rid of candidates that are there to make, uh, to basically be public servants and not dirty politicians. Ladies and gentlemen, gubernatorial candidate for the great state of Colorado, Miss Danielle Newswinger. Danielle, how are you today? I'm great. Thank you so much. Oh, hold on. Can you just give me one more uh, test there, audio? I just missed you real quick. I'm great. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Thank you very much. So we've had a lot of people in the Live from America audience uh, request that you come on. And reason being is basically what happened to you and what you had to do, what you had to go through in the state of Colorado because of the Uniparty. Now, everybody knows who knows you. And, and if you don't know her, just let me kind of give you a brief, over, a brief overview, a 5,000 foot overview. Christian conservative, correct? Second Amendment loving, yep. wants election integrity, was basically screwed out of her own election in Colorado. So I don't need to ask her the vetting question of, do you believe that the elections are fair and free in this country and that Joe Biden won legitimately because we already know it's happening to her. She's in the great state of Colorado where there's a lot, a lot of corruption on both sides. Uh, Danielle, can you please kind of bring the audience up to speed as to what happened to you during the Republican primary in Colorado? So first, let me preface that by saying I have never wanted to be a politician. In fact, the only reason I'm even running for governor is because I'm so sick and disgusted with these bought and paid for politicians who, when they have the opportunity to stand for we the people, they turn their back on us. And so I decided to run for governor because I, I want to clean up my state. I really want to put we the people back in place. And so um, the Republican Party, I've, I've been a lifetime Republican. I went to them when I was uh, going to announce and they were basically elitist, didn't want me, you know, called me things like hillbilly white trash, told me to go back to my ranch, really just didn't want to help me at all. And so I ran my campaign um, from February of last year until April 9th of this year as a Republican doing it on my own. Didn't have any party support. 
report, I was the highest growing, fastest polling candidate in Colorado in the last decade. I mean, we hadn't seen conservatives polling this high in, in a decade. Wow. And again, I was I was a candidate that they couldn't buy and pay for. And so some of the things that they told me I couldn't do was as a Christian, I couldn't talk about my faith. Well, of the three candidates that's on the ballot for November for the gubernatorial election, I am the only one that has proudly confessed that I am a Christian. I talk about my faith all the time. They didn't want that. They didn't want me to talk about that. They didn't want me to fight against the mandates. They didn't want me to fight in schools for kids in the radical woke sexual indoctrination and CRT. They wanted me to sit down, shut up and play the part. And I refuse to do that. I stand for we the people. So at our state assembly, they made sure to keep me off the ballot. They used electronic voting machines that we had confirmation from the vendor that they were weighted, that they could predetermine the candidates that came out of that election, and that I never had a chance. I, if I didn't play their game, I was not going to be the nominee. That sounds a lot like the Republican Party throughout, well, the, the GOP. That sounds a lot like the GOP throughout every state. Uh, I myself am running for a representative um, spot here in my district. And uh, when I first started you know, letting people know I was going to run, I let them know I was going to be running on a Christian conservative background. I was going to put God first and I was going to put the cross on my, on my campaign and um, on my campaign uh, yard signs and, and, and brochures. And members of the GOP told me that's basically career political suicide. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're Christian conservatives yourself. Oh yeah, we are. But you're okay with not talking about Christ and you're okay with uh, basically negotiating on abortion. Yep, we're okay with that and you should be too. And my answer to them was, I guess I won't have your support. I'll do this on my own. Thank you very much. So it seems to be happening everywhere. Um, now, what about these clickers? I heard something about clickers, uh, that the, the Secretary of State was, was behind some kind of weird stuff with clickers. Talk about that a little bit. So it wasn't even the Secretary of State. So our GOP chair, Christy Burton Brown, was That's the procuring cause to get pageant reply systems in to our state for the uh, the vote. Now, what people don't know is that the California GOP had their GOP assembly one week after ours with the same uh, system, the same software, the same representative from the company, and they themselves had election fraud as well, where the candidates who were all grassroots, all of them lost. There was not a reason for these candidates who were pulling higher above the elitist bought and paid for candidates should have lost in two states consecutively. Now, here was what was the, the tell-all, is we started comparing notes with those candidates, and we found out that the margin of loss was the same in Colorado for multiple races here. Wow. Riddle wow. me that. Wow. Riddle me that. It is mathematically impossible to have, in a gubernatorial race, the same margin of loss for the grassroots candidates that we had in Colorado. It is an algorithm. Yeah. It, well, you know, when you're they, 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 they work with common core math, so they always have something to fall back on. It doesn't work. Uh, and we know that. But it's 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 not surprising to me. And this is why I titled the show today. I titled it uh, the Uniparty is a monster that needs to be defeated and destroyed because we're fighting. You know, we these Christian conservatives, these MAGA style candidates, these new Republicans, we're fighting two parties. We're fighting two mm-hmm. parties. And it's it's. You would think it's an, uh, an impossible task, but for the most part, we're winning 
But in your case, they actually worked together and they defeated you out of the Republican primary. And then what happened after that? What happened after they pushed you out uh, of the Republican primary? Okay, so I've actually known for months that that was going to happen. So we have been doing intel. I've been following the money. So back in December, the Constitutional Party came to us and said, you are the greatest candidate we've seen in Colorado in the last 50 years. We have to get you elected. Come over to our party right now. Avoid the assembly. We know they're going to cheat. We have intel to prove it. Come over to our party and avoid the heartache. And me, I guess I'm just a glutton for punishment because I said, you just told me I have a front row seat to expose corruption and fight fraud. I'll take those two black eyes. I'm going into the ring for my people. Amen. So I went through assembly. Their assembly was two days prior. So they nominated a placeholder. As soon as all the shenanigans happened, we waited a couple of weeks to do our investigation, found out that our concerns were legitimate that we had from back in December, turned everything over to the DA for a criminal case. And I accepted the vacancy committee for the Constitution Party, and I'm on the ballot in November as the American Constitution candidate. So one way or another, you got your name on the ballot without, without sacrificing your morals or your values as a person, as a mom, as a Christian. And you're continuing to fight, even though most people at this point would be like, well... I got defeated, so I'm out. You're continuing to fight. I think that's very inspirational. I think it's a great story to tell. And one of the, one of the reasons why I was excited to have you on today was because there's a lot of people out there facing that are running right now, just regular everyday people, never wanted to be in politics. They're getting off the couch. They're, whatever it is, they're getting involved, and they're facing this, and they're like, wait a minute. I thought, where is my Republican support? And, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, learned, you found out the hard way. GOP support for candidates like yourself, is not going to exist. So you're going to have to rip, tear, fight, put on the armor of God, and and go the full length. Um, For the people of Colorado that may not know who you are, that that, that watch this show, that live there, let everybody know what you're running on and how they can vote for you coming up in in the the midterms here. Well, I highly encourage them to go over to my website, daniellefrasio.com, and check that out. And it's funny that you just mentioned Armor of God because we actually have a campaign shirt that has that on the back of it. It's got the full scripture, and I talk about that all the time. If you're going to go to battle with corruption, put on your full armor of God and spend some time in the scripture every day. Look, it's, it has not been easy. I'm going to tell you that right now. Getting attacked from the left and the right consistently, having my family threatened, it has not been easy. But the thing that really keeps me going is when I read that scripture and it specifically tells you seek truth and the truth shall shut you free. I fight for the people. So whenever I'm feeling depleted or low, I go and I talk to the people of Colorado who asked me to do this. And I tell them, you know, I'm struggling right now. I'm, I'm having a little hard time putting on a, a good face today. You know, what can you do? And they just tell me consistently fight, fight for us because it's not the office it's not the paycheck. It's not the celebrityism, the platitudes. It is we, the people versus corruption. And I am going to be that servant leader that never forgets that. And so I'm, I'm just so grateful for them for constantly reminding me that um, they're the only ones that can put a smile on my face. Yeah, that's 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 really great. I have your uh, I have your website up on the uh, on the lower thirds uh, as well, so people can easily uh, get to that. Do you also have uh, social media platforms that people should follow you on as well? Yeah, absolutely. They can find me on all social media at Danielle 
F-O-R-C-O, so F-O-R-C-O, because, you know, my last name is such a doozy. We wanted to keep it really simple. I can't be a write-in. You can't spell it. You can't pronounce it. But I am the longest name on the ballot. <laughs> and you're on the ballot. Doesn't need to be a write-in, right? They can find you on right. the ballot under the Constitutional yep, Party. Circle that little that little bubble right next to my name. Yep, American Constitution Party. Hey, you know what? This could be the opportunity for a third-party candidate who's not really a third-party candidate who just got screwed out of the GOP. But this could be the opportunity to show that, the, that a, a third-party candidate could possibly defeat both sides because the corruption is that bad. Danielle, I want to thank you for coming on. It was a blessing and an honor to talk to you. By the way, I, I myself wrote a song called Armor of God. Just uh, go to go to uh, YouTube or go to Rumble and type in Armor of God and it'll pop up. You'll see it. And uh, maybe that can be your campaign song as you move forward. It's quite catchy. So thank you for coming on. God bless you. We love you. And we'll have you back on again. Okay. God bless everybody. All right. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, right there for Colorado gubernatorial candidate Danielle Newschwinger. And uh, yeah, you know what I mean? I wanted her to come on very mainly because you guys have all been requesting her out of Colorado to come on. And I did some digging and I realized, wow, they, they really screwed her over. They really screwed her over in Colorado. And this is exactly why we got to get rid of this uniparty. That right there, she is the prime and, and perfect example of how bad this GOP Republican Party really is. Now, towards the end of the show, I'm going to play a video for you that the RNC put out to show you exactly how out of touch they really are. Something they thought was going to be a humdinger. Something they thought was going to bring down Biden's support even lower than it already is. And it's not going to work. But I'll tell you what will work. And we'll get to that here in a minute. But right now, folks, I would love to give one of our sponsors some love right now. And that is going to be pure Talk, ladies and gentlemen, right now, every business is trying to nickel and dime the crap out of you in an economy that you do not have any more to give. They squeeze you by offsetting their costs. It is an absolute mess. And there are still American companies out there who believe, who believe in their customer base, knowing that their customer base is what keeps them in business. And that's Pure Talk. They said stop screwing over the American public. Right now, if you go to puretalkusa.com and you use the promo code Jeremy, you can lock in talk, text, and data on America's most reliable network for just 30 bucks a month, plus get 50% off your first month when you make the switch from your provider today, given that you're not under contract. But if you need another reason or two more reasons or three more reasons, how about this? Veteran-owned. You call somebody on the helpline and you get somebody in America that speaks English that you can understand and, ladies and gentlemen, um, is right here in America as well, right in the state of Georgia. So it's in my, it's in my description on Rumble. Just click that link, puretalk.usa or puretalkusa.com. Use the promo code LFA and make the switch today. And uh, again, I would never, ever promote something that I would not try myself. I'm just under contract right now. As soon as we get out of that contract, we're heading to Pure Talk. All right, let's move on. I want everybody to remember, ladies and gentlemen, the names of the soldiers that died in Afghanistan. Not only do I want you to remember their names and that it happened, but do you, you also need to remember that there were tens of thousands of Americans, American citizens, by the way, who were stuck in Afghanistan. Now, I remember once upon a time, our American military's motto was, leave no man behind. 
Leave no man behind. How many of you grew up knowing that? Please raise your hands. How many of you grew up knowing that you leave no man behind as an American? Well, under Democrat rule, every person is left behind. Democrats do not care about their citizens. They care about your social security number and how much tax they can squeeze out of you. They don't care about your life. They don't care about your babies. They don't care about your livelihood. They don't care about your job. They don't care about your education. They dang sure don't care about your health. They care about two things. That you have a social security number that they can tax, period. Outside of that, they'll leave every man, woman, and child behind, which is exactly what they did in Afghanistan. Now, Joe Biden didn't leave anybody behind. Joe Biden can't even leave a crap in the toilet. It goes in his diaper. So Joe Biden really, to be honest with you, isn't to blame for any of the debacle that's happening in the United States right now. It's all the left. It's all the puppets that are telling Joe what to do, where to go, what to say, how to talk, all of it. Okay. But Joe Biden is their face. He is the the ugly, wrinkled old, ugly face of the Democratic Party. So he's going to get the, uh, he's going to get the finger pointed at him, period. No man left behind. Well, unless you're a Democrat. U.S. team of veterans had to rescue 17,000, ladies and gentlemen, 17,000 U.S. legal permanent uh, residents in Afghanistan after Joe Biden and the Marxist Democrats left them following the surrender to the Taliban. One year later, U.S. teams of veterans rescued a total of 17,000 people, ladies and gentlemen, permanent U.S. residents. The Biden illegitimate regime abandoned thousands of Americans and green card holders in Afghanistan one year ago following their surrender to the Taliban and giving them basically $100 billion worth of military-grade equipment. Joe Biden and the woke generals, you know, General White Rage Milley and the others, abandoned thousands of Americans in Afghanistan, as many as 14,000 during their quick escape from the terrorist-controlled country. And then they left the Taliban, like I said, with nearly $100 billion of U.S. military-grade equipment. Figures released by the State Department in November revealed that there were as many as 14,000 Americans who were left to fend for themselves when Biden and the woke generals quickly fled the country um, prematurely, killing killing American men and uh, servicemen and women. Nearly 100,000 Afghans were able to flee the country in August. Most of them were unvetted, and most of them came to the United States of America. How is that possible? How is it possible that 100,000 Afghanis were able to flee Afghanistan, majority of them coming to the United States of America, but yet we could not get our, me- our, our measly 15 to 20,000 people out who were permanent U.S. residents. How is that possible? There is no way that Joe Biden should remain president after that horrible act. There's no way he should remain president after the invasion of the southern border. There's no way that he should have ever been put in the White House because they stole the election and we can prove it a thousand times over. The Biden administration has continued to lie about the number of the Americans that were over there. Like I said, the State Department believes there's as many as 14,000. The finding, disclosed by a congressional aide familiar with the matter, has been transmitted by the State Department to aides on Capitol Hill. But officials demurred and revealing the figure when questioned by Republican lawmakers on Wednesday, insisting that the agency doesn't track the figure. Quote, isn't the operating assumption about 14,000? Asked Representative Chris Smith, the Republican who asked Brian McKeon, Deputy Secretary of State for Management and Resources, we don't track legal permanent residents. What? You don't track American legal permanent residents in an area that you're about to pull out 
and cause major d- destruction and, and, and wreak havoc? Like, you don't, you don't count the legal permanent residents, but you have an accurate count on how many Afghanis were able to leave. That's weird. It's a good question why we don't, he added. It's a good question why you don't. You know, that's a crazy thing about, I said the, the other day, there should be a law put in place that anybody who doesn't answer a question that they should know full well what the answer is, they should be held in contempt, put in prison, and at least fired, at least fired for not doing their jobs. He says, it's a good question why we don't. Suggesting the lack of clarity might be because of the State Department that does not require Americans and legal permanent residents traveling abroad to report their whereabouts. Now this, U.S. veteran Chad Robichaud went on Newsmax yesterday to discuss his organization, Save Our Allies. Now, we've talked about him before. According to Chad, his organization has rescued 17,000 U.S. legal permanent residents from Afghanistan following the fall of the, uh, uh, the, the fallout and basically surrendered to the cabal of the Taliban. So our government officials have no idea. They're saying, ah, uh, maybe 14,000. We don't know. It's a, good, it's a good question why we don't know. We just don't know. But Chad Robichaud who runs an organization called Save Our Allies, him and his team of U.S. veterans who are not even active military, they went over there and they rescued 17,000. Chad tells the story of how he rescued his former interpreter who worked with him during his tour in Afghanistan. Real fighters, real people out there on the front lines doing what they can to fight for America when Joseph illegitimate Robin uh, Applesauce Biden sits in his White House in the basement doing absolutely nothing. So for that, we are going to give Chad Robichaud, folks. give Chad Robichaud the Smarty Award of the day for doing what any red, white, and blue-blooded American would do with, that, with those kind of resources and to follow that right up. Let's go ahead and give the Dumb Dumb Award to the State Department, huh? Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. How stupid are you when somebody who's not even working inside the government has better accurate uh, numbers than you about how many U.S permanent residents have been abandoned and stuck in a cabal uh, Taliban run area given to them by Joe Biden. That's that's absolutely atrocious. And that is absolutely uncalled for illegitimate and un-American folks. Illegitimate and un-American sick in the head, sick in the head. These people are no man left behind. Right. Yeah, right. 17,000 were 17,000 were anyway, moving on a new rare Viral disease called tomato flu. Of course, we've got monkeypox. We've got this flu. We've got that flu. We've got diseases that we've never had in America coming back to America. But now a new rare disease called tomato flu is affecting and attacking children in India. And you might say, well, Jeremy, that's not here. Who cares? Well, (laughs) the CDC and the WHO have a great way of spreading diseases across the country so they can inflict their pain on the people and ensure that they sell billions of dollars worth of vaccines. But a rare disease called tomato flu is affecting children in India, and symptoms comparable to COVID-19 include blisters that also resemble monkeypox virus. Can we show this real quick? Let's show a picture. There it is. There it is, folks. That's a a little kid's stomach. See that? Look at that. 
That's tomato flu. How many flus are we going to get? Here's the question. Why are we seeing flus that we've never heard of before? Could it possibly be that the coronavirus COVID flu that they released on the world is mutating and changing the things that we've never seen, especially since it's an mRNA vaccine that's clearly killing people all over the, all over the world, just dropping dead? Folks, it is a domino effect of gain of function. Research. It is a domino effect of what Tony the Rat Face Fauci did to create COVID and release it upon the world. And now we're seeing things we've never even heard of before. According to a report published by Lancet Respiratory Medical Journal, tomato flu was first discovered on May 6th in India and has since affected children ages 1 to 9. Quote, just as we are dealing with the probable emergence of a fourth wave of COVID-19, a new virus known as tomato flu or tomato fever has emerged in India in the state of Kerala in children younger than five years. Tomato flu was first discovered in May, on May 6, 2022, in the Kolam district of Kerala. And as uh, of July 26, 2022, more than 82 cases of children younger than five have been reported by local government uh, hospitals. In addition, at the Odisha Regional Medical Research Center, 26 children were suspect, uh, suspected of having cases of tomato flu. These kids range in the age of 1 to 9. The rare viral infection is an endemic state and is considered non-life-threatening. However, because of the dreadful experience of the COVID-19 pandemic, the vigilant management is desirable to prevent further outbreaks. So, folks, you see what they're doing? A 1-2-1-2. Monkey pox, which I'll never get, and most of you will never get. Tomato flu, who knows? COVID, we probably all had five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times. Who cares? It doesn't hurt anybody. The flu kills, period. If you are old, if you have diabetes, if you have pre-existing conditions, I don't care what flu you have, your body is going to have a hard time fighting it off. So you can call it COVID, you can call it blovid, you can call it novid. It doesn't matter. Flu is flu. So stop saying, I know somebody who died of COVID. No, you don't. No, you don't. And you have no idea what they died of. The autopsy report clearly isn't going to say, well, they died of the regular flu or they died of bronchitis or they died of pneumonia or they whatever it is. Right. They're not going to tell you. They're just going to say it's a covid death. It's covid death. It's covid death. It's covid death. We know they did that. We know they did that. So stop saying, oh, I had somebody that I knew die of covid. No, you don't. You knew somebody who died of the flu. Covid doesn't kill anybody any worse than the regular flu kills somebody. It might be a little different strand because it was man made. I get it. But I've had it a few times. I know everybody else has had it a few times. I'm overweight. I'm a prime suspect to get further disease or some kind of death, you know, from COVID. And I blew through that like a common cold. Get out of here. Everybody knows it. And that is exactly why it was great that Alex Jones put that video out yesterday for President Donald Trump. Now, moving on, as the invasion of the southern border continues... Blue state Marxist leaders like Muriel Bowser, like Eric Adams of New York City, are continuing to cry, continuing to whine that their, their city is being overrun by illegals and we don't have the resources. Yeah, no crap. No crap. We have been yelling that from the top of the mountain. No ability to bring these people in. Sorry, we're full. So they keep asking, they keep crying, they keep whining, they keep doing press conferences. We can't do this, we can't do this, but we have to because we don't turn any illegal away. No, you turn away legal citizens. That's who you turn away. But anyway, regardless of that, Muriel Bowser has just been denied 
a second time by the Pentagon for her request for more for National Guard troops to help deal with the influx of illegal aliens being bussed into Washington, D.C. Guess what? It was rejected. The Pentagon on Friday rejected D.C. Mariel Bowser's second request for National Guard troops to help with the influx of illegal aliens being bussed from Texas. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, who's got, I don't know, 17 shots, 15 boosters, and still wears a mask and a face shield, rejected Bowser's request saying it would hurt troop readiness. (laughs) It would hurt troop readiness. You know, they need to turn them on the American people. They need to put gates and fences up around Joe Biden's house and at the FBI headquarters. You know, they need to be able to use those troops, those shock troops against the American people, not against illegal aliens. They're bringing them in on purpose, dummy. I wonder how long it's going to be before these blue city leaders, these mayors and these blue state governors, I wonder how long it's going to be before they turn on the left because their state is being so overrun with illegals or their city is being so overrun with illegals that it's going to end up hurting them in their reelection campaigns, regardless of if they have a D or an R in front of their name. Because everybody votes basically by what they are experiencing in their real lives. So if they're experiencing economic hardship, they're going to vote that way. If they're experiencing an influx of illegal aliens, they're going to tie that back to the Democrat Party and they're going to vote the other way. So I wonder how long it's going to be before Muriel Bowser and Mayor Eric Adams actually come out and say, this is the Biden regime's fault. How long do you think it's going to be before that happens, you guys? How long? Because it is going to happen. But haha, you were denied again. That's what you get. You were screaming, oh, stop tearing families apart. Stop sending them back. Oh, okay, we'll send them to you. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Don't send them to me. I don't want them. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I want to uh, play a video for you that was put out by the RNC. Now, I'm not going to put you through all seven minutes of this video. But the RNC puts out a seven-minute video proving that Joe Biden is racist in an attempt to slow Joe Biden down, to lower his poll numbers below, what, 20? Why waste your time trying to make Democrats and potential Biden voters, why waste your time trying to prove to them that Joe Biden is a racist? We did that already. It didn't work. We showed you every racist clip known to man for a year straight, and it didn't work. So why in the H-E double hockey sticks does the RNC and all of their illegitimacy and all of their ridiculousness and all of their uh, illiterate way of thinking, Ronna McDaniel, why do they think that putting out a video about Joe Biden being racist is going to be a humdinger? And they actually said, this is going to destroy Joe Biden. Joe Biden is destroying Joe Biden. Anyway, I want to go to some of this video and then I want to come back and give you my commentary on why I thought this was stupid. But I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Well, you got the first sort of mainstream African-American yeah. who is articulate and bright and, and clean and Biden recalling his early Senate career, bringing up two segregationist senators, Herman Talmadge and James Eastland, who called African-Americans an inferior race. I was in a caucus with James O. Eastland, Biden said. He never called me boy. He always called me son. At least there was some civility. We got things done. The senators that he is speaking of with such adoration are individuals who made and built their reputation on segregation. The Ku Klux Klan celebrated the election of one of them. Using the word boy in the way he did uh, can cause hurt and pain, and we need 
a presidential nominee and leader of our party to be sensitive to that. Shut up, My girl. Democratic colleagues don't like me saying this. I think the two-party system is good for the South and good for the Negro, good for the black. Other than the fact that they still call me boy, I don't think they've, I think they've changed their mind. As also noted, Robert C. Byrd was a parliamentary library, a keeper of the institution of the Senate, and he was the institution itself. For a lot of us, he was a friend. And a KKK leader. He was a leader. mentor and he was a guy. 1987, he bragged about getting an award from George Wallace. Biden bragged about an award from the notorious segregationist Governor George Wallace and told the Philadelphia Inquirer, All right. I think the Democratic right. let's, Party let's could stop stand it. Let's stop a- it. This was an absolute waste of time and money. Do you want to know what you should be putting out a seven-minute video on Ronald McDaniel? And here's the easy part. You don't have to pay a million dollars to make a seven-minute video, which I'm sure you paid. I'm sure you paid at least a million dollars to make that stupid, ridiculous, ineffective video. Ineffective, I should say, video. It is ineffective. It's not going to do anything. You should have just played 2,000 mules. Play seven minutes of 2,000 mules. Why don't you do that, Ronald McDaniel? Why don't you play any of the footage of... Mayor Giuliani and Jenna Ellis when they were going from state to state to prove that election fraud happened just based on the simple fact that they went outside of the legislature to do it. Where's your seven-minute video on that? How about play seven minutes of the uh, event that Mike Lindell just had, exposing the machines? How about that? How about play any of other Mike, of Mike Lindell's videos? Any of the 2,000 Mules video? How about play any of my videos that lays out exactly how they cheated? What in the... Sam Hell is a video about Joe Biden being racist going to do. Every person in the world knows Joe Biden is racist. People that voted for Joe Biden know that Joe Biden is racist. What are you talking about? This is a waste of time. And this is why Ronna McDaniel needs to get out of the RNC. She's a waste of time. She's a waste of money. She's a rhino moron. She has no idea how to run the Republican Party. She has no idea how to market. She has no idea how to do do anything without President Trump's name. The woman is a stone-cold loser. And so is Mitch McChina. And so is Kevin McCarthy. Stone-cold loser. Steve Scalise, loser. Why? Because they're rhino morons who have no idea how to tap into the emotion of the voter. No idea. You want to tap into the emotion of the people who are going to vote for Joe Biden? You don't do it by showing them footage they already know exists. You do it by showing footage they don't know exists, like from the 2,000 mules, you absolute ignoramuses. These people are straight up stupid, stuck on stupid, the Republican Party. Straight up stuck on stupid. And now let's end the show with some good news, ladies and gentlemen. How many times has these same leftists that I'm just talking about, that they're trying to get with that stupid video, how many times have you heard, well, Matt Gates is a pedophile? Matt Gates is a human trafficker. Matt Gates is a sex trafficker. Matt Gates is flying around underage women and he's having sex with them. None of which turned out to be true. As a matter of fact, the Florida man who was trying to bribe and extort Matt Gates with information that wasn't real from the very beginning just got five years in prison. Going to keep talking about it now, lefties? Going to keep talking about Matt Gates now? A Florida businessman pled guilty in a $25 million extortion plot targeting the father 
of Representative Matt Gates in a colluded scheme to secure a presidential pardon for his son was sentenced to five years on Monday. So you had this guy going at his father, targeting his father. You had the same people connected with this guy going after Matt Gates himself for all the lies that he was some kind of human trafficker and all this, and he's going after them for defamation too. And he'll win that case as well. And he'll win again in Florida as a Florida congressman. And hopefully, hopefully, we'll move up the ranks. And if, he's, if, if, if Marjorie Taylor Greene isn't speaker, maybe he will be. If President Trump doesn't become a speaker, maybe he will be. I don't know. Long story short, have fun with that. Have fun in prison. And that's what you get. I call it MAFO. Mess around and find out. MAFO. Mess around and find out. Good, good news to end the show. Now, folks, remember, right now they're, com- they're, they're doing it again. They're trying to do hit pieces as much as possible on Mike Lindell. They're trying to do major hit pieces, trying to destroy his business. As a matter of fact, we've seen threads where these people are having an, an orchestrated campaign to bankrupt my pillow. So whether you use my promo code or Bannon's or anybody else's, you need to go and support Mike Lindell again. Get early Christmas presents if you have to. And again, I don't care if you use my promo code, but if you do, it's LFA. If not, use somebody else's. The fact of the matter is here, they're going to try to bankrupt him out of existence, him and his company. And they're in a massive, massive campaign to do that right now because they know that he is the integral part of getting rid of these machines state to state from sea to shining sea. So go to MyPillow.com or MyStore.com and order through Mike Lindell today. Again, I don't care if you use my promo code or not. What I care about is keeping people like Mike Lindell alive and well and fighting the good fight. Also, ladies and gentlemen, if you can find it in your hearts to do so, please visit JeremyHerald.com. We have now fixed, ladies and gentlemen, the submission page on the American Strong Companies page. So if you've been trying to submit a business and you've been unsuccessful at doing that, it now works. If you've been requesting a Bible and you've been unsuccessful at doing that, it now works. If you've been trying to sign up for the newsletter and you've been unsuccessful at doing that, it now works. That was our fault. It was something on our end. It's wide open for you. And check out the store while you're there. This is our new hot item, Faith, Family, and Freedom. This is a brand new item, and of course, the hot selling items right here, the, uh, the women's summer gear and the towels. Check them all out now, guys, at jeremyherald.com, and while you're there, check out the rest of the, uh, the store as well, and listen to some good MAGA music. All right, that's going to do it for Live from America today. We have got Telegram Tuesdays coming up in 50 minutes. You're not going to want to miss it. All you have to do is click over to the Telegram page, click on Live from America. At the very bottom, it'll say Live Stream Started. Click those little blue words, and you will be locked right in. So thank you very much. God bless you. I appreciate you being here today. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways. There's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep that head up high. Because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Remember, folks, we'll be live again at 5 p.m. And until then, keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face and keep spreading that gospel. Peace. Let's go.